And that track goes out to you, all of you out there faithfully tuning in each week to the Block is Hot podcast. And I am your boy, Famous Amos, a.k.a. an unidentified black male, a.k.a. soul brother number three, a.k.a. your mother's last mistake, a.k.a. Pinky, a.k.a. he went that way, a.k.a. Billy Bordeaux. And we've had a pretty interesting week. Again, still figuring out this recording schedule. I'm, I think we're going to just go back to the normal Tuesday routine. Get this out on Wednesdays. Enjoy us in the middle of the week. But it's been some shit going on. Nothing too crazy. Still tripping on this Jeffrey Epstein case that's, you know, kind of being swept under the rug, so to say. It's not really trending that much in the uh, mainstream space. But we do have some other th- crazy things that are going on. Got some shit happening in the rainforest. Motherfuckers tripping over some Popeye's chicken sandwiches. And those are just two things that I have on the docket agenda list today. Before we get into it, I just want to go ahead and remind you that this is probably the last. No, wait. we got one more week catch up on the book of the month i just finished the book um jim butcher's the dresden files stormfront first book great book we're going to discuss that next week and tie it into the reality and the lore around us and by that which is also going to tie into another story that i have are some of the things that we've heard about growing up Maybe if you've ever been read or you yourself have read uh, Grimm's Fairy Tales uh, with the Brothers Grimm, you know, that's where you have a lot of these uh, fairy tales that we've, or not we, Disney has basically fluffed up and made things that were once feared and dreaded, uh, household names and things that you should be admiring or kind of wishing that you had, you know, like the, uh, for one, the unicorn, whoever said the unicorn's a friendly fun animal for all you know it's probably some crazy battle horse that rams its big unicorn through the hearts of men or any beast that challenges it challenges it you know that's just what i'm saying so yeah that's the uh, that's the dresden files you know check that one out if you guys are into the fantasy or sci-fi kind of stuff if you want a light read if you just want something to kind of you know good page turner something to relax into and kind of get involved into a story in a universe uh the dresden files is uh is right down your alley uh, got a lot of books in the sis uh, in the actual um, story still ongoing waiting for the next book to drop but if you're not i would also check out the book the alchemist that one's more of a it is fiction as well but it's more of a uh, book of growth I don't want to call it a self-help book because it's it's not self-help, but the stories are very ins- uh, are very inspirational. You know, if you if you feel like you're kind of down in the dumps and you need a little bit of guidance, I would highly recommend that. Um, if you feel like you're stuck in your area and you feel like you need to get out, but you have something that's tying you down, like a family business, you know, definitely read it. You know, definitely check that book out. That's The Alchemist. So 
next week we are going to be having another guest back on uh you guys seem to really like him as far as the numbers and the amount of views and likes that we got um l7 l7 a local artist from la also stays out in the pomona area he's gonna be coming by he's uh, releasing some new music a new project and we're gonna be talking about some of the things going on right now with uh anime um but not too long with the anime but uh just you know things going on in that kind of space of anime comic books things of that nature video games that are going to be dropping uh video game you know delays just all that good stuff uh there's been a lot of good music that's been coming out as far as uh i guess you could say soulful music jazz more on the instrumental side not hip-hop not r&b not pop and uh, he has a really good input on it especially since he's a producer himself so that's gonna be fun I'm linking up with some other people to try to get some um, some other uh, side ventures going on with the podcast. See if we can do more do more outreach. Maybe do this thing live. Try to get crowd interaction. We don't know. We're gonna see. So yeah, tune tune in for that next week. My boy L7 is gonna be coming on unless something happens. Then it's just, yeah, your old boy Fame, a.k.a. Mr. Unidentified. And also, it's a, I know I say Mr. Unidentified, but we are going to be getting the camera back up and running. Take a look at this mug. So, yeah. Just so you guys know, that song that was playing, again, was, uh, it was called uh, Share the Love. And that was by Blue from his recent album, Groundwater, with Damu the Fudge Monk. Check that album out. Eight songs, 33 minutes. You guys can digest it. I know you can. Uh, that's some shit that I'd be checking out right now. Some other uh, music I happen to stumble upon is an uh, album called Neo. Or no, no, it's called Saturn by an artist called Neo. That shit's pretty cracking. Nice little song. I might play that as a, an end of the joint. End of the end of the podcast song. With that said, just get into the shits. First things first, and this is something that I I wanted to get off my chest. And you know, maybe you can, maybe you disagree with me on this. You know, maybe or or maybe, you know, you feel the same way, and you're just like, you know what, fame. God damn it. A Popeye's chicken sandwich ain't nothing to be hyped about, okay? There, I said it. Now, I love Chick-fil-A. I enjoy Popeye's. Now, fast food is something that just doesn't get my dick hard, okay? That's just plain and simple. You're not going to get fame's dick hard by saying, hey, have you heard of the new fast food chicken sandwich option that they're giving out? No, no, that's just not going to do it for me, you know? Now, I get it. People have probably wanted this for a while. You know, KFC's had a chicken sandwich. Chick-fil-A is the go-to for a chicken sandwich. And just their, their customer service is by far the best customer service anywhere. I mean, I can't think of a place that has that great a customer service. You know, I think every business owner should just st steal the Chick-fil-A training manual 
and just train in Chick-fil-A's fashion. If you, if you, if you hold the Chick-fil-A standards, no one will hit you. Like, like how, how could I, I find it hard to be mad when I'm at Chick-fil-A, you know, if I, if I'm having a bad day, I'll just go ahead and walk into Chick-fil-A. Just say hi. You know, how are you guys doing today? Oh, I'm doing good, sir. How about yourself? You know, I'm having a bad one. Oh, it'd be my pleasure to go ahead and talk to you for a minute. You know, take a seat at the booth. Chick-fil-A is my personal therapist. <laughs> it's like, would, would you like a milkshake? I can go ahead and ring you up right now and just bring it back to you. We can go talk some more. I'm like, you know what, friend? I'd, I'd enjoy that. Go ahead and ring me up some of them, uh, some chicken strips too, and some dip. Don't want the extra carbs. <laughs> but back to the subject though I, I i don't understand why people are losing their shit over the chickens it, it's a fast food chicken sandwich it's nothing crazy now i'm not sure if i've mentioned it on this show or discussed it in length but hands down the best fucking chicken sandwich that you can get especially if you're in southern fucking california los angeles county is motherfucking Howlin' Ray's fried chicken. Okay, they are not paying me to say this. I am saying this for free. And I will scream it until until I have no more. I will scream it till I die or until something else is better. Howlin' Ray's, hands down, best fucking chicken sandwich you can get, the Sando. You want an inside treat? Go ahead and go in there and get a get louis style i ain't gonna tell you any more than that if you know you know go on over to howling rays get a louis style let them know that high tunes sent you they'll know what's up and people are tripping that oh churches sold out of chicken you know people are tripping this that and the third my boys over at howling rays have on the regular an hour plus wait in line the longest i've waited is three hours smashed an 18 pack in line puffed a doinker in the parking lot i had to had to have someone hold had to have someone hold the spot really quick while the boys go puff a doinker let the spot holder go smoke a bowl you don't get the full doinker you know how serious it is it's so long and so respected the motherfucking cops didn't even cut the line we were drinking in line i looked back saw you know maybe 10 12 people deep saw two fucking blues just kicking in line and i was just like shit they get a call and try to come back they lost their spot <laughs> and, and we don't play that shit in how and how and raise line and you know, there's people there, they'll be like, I don't get it. Or some people will show up because like they heard about it and they'll be like, oh, I thought we were just gonna swing by and get some chicken really quick. Nah, fam, when you when you go to Howlin' Ray's chicken for a chicken sandwich, you, you gotta make an event out of it. You almost gotta make a full day out of it. It's like back in the day, because we've been going there since they, since they opened. Before they used to be a little, you know, chicken truck, roach coach. Got a brick and mortar now in Chinatown. And I will tell you, we used to go with it because they used to open up like around, I think it was open at 10, 10 or 11. No, they used to open up at 10 and close at four. 
and we would be there an hour early and there would still be a line forming because people knew the closest we got i think we were like the fifth person in line that's like when we got there early and again made it plan the whole day for it knew we were going to be chilling there had to mur had some morning burgers you know waiting in line have a few beers have a tall can or two catch a nice little buzz catch a fat meal Whew. and if you're lucky and if you're lucky lucky go ahead and go to howl and raise and then go catch a dodger game after what you ain't ready for that man you ain't ready for a little bit of howl and raise in a fucking baseball game smashing a couple tall boys and it's right next to union station so you know you even gotta drink and drive you can go ahead and walk your ass over there and walk your ass back to union station take the bus up to the dodger game by the time you get back you sobered up take the train back on down to p-town got yourself a full ass day day filled with fire food and good drink with good people so I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty sure wherever you are, all the blockheads around there, because, you know, we nationwide and worldwide, you have yourself your Howlin' Rays. And I want to know what your Howlin' Rays is. So if I ever travel to that city, I can be like, yo, we got to go to the chicken joint. Like I'm already knowing there's a spot in Chicago I need to hit up called Honey Fried Chicken or Honey Butter Chicken. Got to hit up Honey Butter Chicken. My boys went there, thing last year, and we're talking about ah oh, shit, missed that spot on the on the trip to Chicago. Gotta go to Chicago, get some honey butter chicken. And that's why when I hear people losing their fucking shit over some goddamn Popeyes chicken, like get the fuck out of here. You know what? I just realized I might have been calling it Church's chicken the whole fucking time. I know there's someone out there like, it's a fucking church's chicken. Why does he keep saying fucking, or fucking Popeye's chicken? Why does he keep saying churches? You know what it is? I think churches is just more fun to say. Like, I mean, Popeye's is cool, but when I think of Popeye, I think of a buff-ass white dude with crazy-ass forearms that eats a lot of spinach. I don't think of chicken. When I think of churches, though, I think of church's chicken. But then... If anything, when I think it's Popeye's, I also think a little Nicky. You know, Popeye's chicken was the shiznit. I don't know. I just don't get it. You're not going to have me waiting in line over some fast food shit. Like, I remember when uh when the whole Szechuan sauce phase came back from McDonald's. Motherfuckers were losing their mind like they haven't never had some Szechuan sauce before, ever. But... You know, the power of Rick and Morty and the power of that craze will do it to you. And it's the social media. Like, I wonder if Popeye's paid little Yachty and paid all these celebrities to endorse their shit and advertise it. <sighs> Sorry, I had to pound some life some life fluid the elixir of life water so yeah i mean i wouldn't be surprised if all these celebrities just got paid by popeyes to super endorse it and hype that shit up because i was seeing how like on the boondocks 
Remember they had that shit when they added a new spice to the chicken and everyone lost their mind? He was like, you knew you was going to have chicken. Why don't you have any motherfucking chicken? Let me see if I can find that clip real quick. Hold up. That shit was fucking funny. The fried chicken flew. Out of chicken. Shit. Alright, alright, alright. Hold up. You're gonna get copyrighted for this. Man, this chicken gonna be <laughs> off the chain. I can't wait. I can't wait. Mm, I'm gonna get some chicken. How many I people are showing wait. up so with this type of reaction? You have it. All my life, we only had 11 herbs and spices. This is a whole new. Oh. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> for those of you who see this, they showed up to like a full on just fucking jam packed ass shit. Oh. <sighs> A two-piece special with lots of hot sauce and all the fries you can get. <laughs> Wake up. It's almost chicken time. What? I can't believe what you're telling me. What? No way. No goddamn way. Hell no. What is it? These motherfuckers talking about they out of chicken. What? Listen, listen. Welcome to Colonel's Fried Chicken. Unfortunately, we are out of chicken at the moment. Please go <laughs> wait until we have more chicken. Thank you. God bless. They ran out of chicken? Oh man, this is some old bullshit. No chicken? You mean I ain't gonna be able to get that bucket? How can they be out of chicken? It's Colonel's Fried Chicken. This is outrageous. See, this is an outrage. Hello. I can I'm picture this shit happen with the most like ignorant ass motherfuckers, or just like the fattest motherfuckers, like like Popeye's chicken ain't that crazy, but. I can already God. see the angry motherfuckers that don't have any chicken. Just knocking a motherfucker out of a chicken. That's just some shit right there. So yeah, let me know if you if you tried the sandwich because you know I'm in really no rush, and to be completely honest, I've been uh doing keto for about almost going on two months. Um, I am weaning off of it, and I'm gonna be doing that. I guess the the whole just dirty keto thing, you know, low sugar, low carbs, you know, um. And it's not like I needed to lose the weight. I mean, I've been big. I was at my heaviest. I was 285. Um, now and then start gaining a little bit of weight. And then I was back up to about 200 to 205 region. Wanted to get back to 190, 195. And uh, now I'm actually at 185. So I've actually lost too much weight. We're now I need to start introducing carbs back into my diet just a little bit to go ahead and bulk up a little more and get, you know, put some muscle on, start going back to the gym and actually, you know, working out, working out. And it's been cool. It's been cool. But so I really can't enjoy that fried chicken, at least the ones that I'd want to. I've been eating a lot of grilled chicken or, you know, like some wing stop fried chicken, but I can't have that battered shit. 
So, you know, let me know, because apparently that's what's popping on the block. Um, there also was a tragedy in the NFL community. Uh, Cedric Benson and a passenger died in a motorcycle accident about a few weeks ago. Um, I just watched a video on it from a Flem Low Raps. I fuck with this channel on YouTube. Good content, especially if you like sports and you like kind of that documentary type of, you know, expose type shit. Um, has a good input on it. You know, he played football himself, you know, went to college, played football. I don't think he balled out too crazy and went like D1 or something. But, you know, he, he did the JUCO and then went to a university. It's cool. Makes Matt, uh, talks about Matt a little bit. So if you're into that type of content, check out Flimlo Raps. I actually found out about him through this dude called uh, KTO. Again, just dope sports content on YouTube. So if you're into that, check him out. Um, let him know that the block is hot sent you over there. <laughs> Um, so yeah, rest in peace, Cedric Benson. He was a fucking what's it called? He was, I know him mainly from the Bengals. You know, he was a player earlier on, uh, different draft class. I think he was drafted like in '96. I'm not gonna lie, like, I wasn't the biggest fan, but you know, just you know, rest in peace to any athlete that loses their life. And just, I, you know, football players are, you know, it's a different type of breed. You know, if you ever played the game. You have respect for those that do play the game and put themselves through that type of, um, you know, that type of abuse, you know, for the love of the game. So rest in peace, Cedric Benson. In other news, there has been a fucking shock to the system. I'm going to definitely be talking about this even more with the homie L7 once he comes back on the show. Um... Maybe even have my boy Kieran come over for a guest feature as well and be featured. Um, but yeah, we got to talk about this. The motherfucking Marvel Cinematic Universe is in shambles. Complete shambles right now. This whole deal that fell through with Marvel and Sony is a clusterfuck to the, the Sony Universe. And I mean, not Sony Universe, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I've been seeing a lot of people saying how they don't care and this, that, and the third, and how they they can always recast and read. We don't want to see that, okay? You know, before we had Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire was my fucking Spider-Man. That was my guy. You know, I granted the third Spider-Man wasn't the best, wasn't that great, but it was still, you know, Sam Raimi and fucking he did a great job. The suit was great. You know, even for the time, the little CGI was fucking dope. They, their spin on it was perfect. We had the amazing Spider-Man, and we can kind of forget about that if we wanted to. It's kind of like the uh, Incredible Hulk. You know, we try to forget that some of those older movies even existed. Um, but once we got Tom Holland in Civil War to fucking don the Spidey suit and basically be introduced into the cinematic universe as a fucking avenger to have that stripped away from the fans is fucking terrible and that's how you know that corporate greed is not what drives these fucking vessels that people love and cherish okay it's the same way i feel about fucking konami and hideo kojima the piece of shit fucking company which is konami fucked over hideo kojima okay you know, a franchise that he let them basically, you know, was carrying that company 
as you know for the 25 years you know because they stopped basing making basically good castlevania games and just you know they moved into the mobile market and making plinko fucking games and shit like that Hideo Kojima had a quote and I fucking I, I forgot it and I know I'm gonna butcher it but basically saying when the world goes to the goes to shit it's gonna be the creators that that are the ones that keep the optimism and the world alive you know if we had a nuclear holocaust tomorrow and just had fucking shit blowing up but we're living in some like some post-apocalyptic Mad Max world it's going to be the artists and the dreamers that paint and fucking bring beauty and love back into the world. Not the fucking technocratic fucking pieces of shit in Silicon Valley. They're just doing nothing but making crazy algorithms to track you and enslave you within a system they're creating to themselves to create personal gods within their own system. And not the fucking executives who are only thinking about their dollar and bottom line. Okay? That's not what's going to be the fucking savior in the end of the world it's going to be the dreamers and the artists that can create things of beauty to fucking prolong happiness when everything else has gone fucking just fucking gone to shit so that's right now how i feel you know and the thing is i i'm on both sides of the argument i can understand why sony didn't want to take the deal Essentially, what happened before was when they signed on that, uh, that the rights and let them basically use Spider-Man in their movies, there was a clause that basically allowed Marvel to gain 5% of the opening gross, you know, for that opening week, then they get it. But then they also have merchandising rights and they had the creative control. So, you know, that's why he had um, Feige. He was basically, you know, a key, you know, he, he brought the vision back. Because prior to this resurgence of Spider-Man, it was a, it was a dying franchise, and I'm not saying dying as if it had any possibility of failing, but no one was really buying or talking about the Amazing Spider-Man and that new franchise that we had gotten. People were always referring back to the Tobey Maguire and just the idea of him being in the Avengers and the MCU. We know Sony has these properties, just like X-Men, just like Deadpool. And this, the Spider, Spider-Man franchise has a, a plethora of characters that are throughout the Marvel Universe. So we have to look at it like that. And if they and if Sony tries to reboot or revamp, it's like we're going to see Uncle Ben die for a fourth fucking time. You know, I don't want to see another Spider-Man origin story. I've already seen it and I'm fine with what we got. You know, but they don't care. Now, Sony should still play their hardball I, I you know as a business move they they have the right to do that they have the right to try to get the most out of their property that they own but at the same time i don't believe that they own these properties i believe me and you own these properties the fans own these properties the people that spend money time and time again to you know get that little bit of high of imagination and thrill or nostalgia if you're just trying to relive your glory days but if you if you genuinely you know because the comic books aren't the same anymore they do all these gender swapping and fucking race flipping where it just uh, it's not even it doesn't even feel original anymore a lot of these storylines you know i've been reading a lot more alternative comics instead of marvel just because it just seemed like the same boring bullshit but 
to ruin what seems to be ruining what seems to be probably the next phase in a long line of Marvel movies. We had Spider-Man who could have had the amazing Spider-Man and then became the ultimate Spider-Man when he's the leader of the Avengers. We could have had him go into his old age. We could have had them do the Spideyverse with all the Spider-Mans coming in together for one movie and then doing a Miles Morales. There's just so many things that could have been done that we're not doing because, or not we, that they're not doing is because of greed. It's just, it's pure greed. So I, I, I've noticed social media, you know, freaking out about this and kind of, you know, sharing the same stance that I have. You know, it's kind of fucked up that we, we've invested our time and energy into these franchises only to be basically, you know, basically get fucked. And I mean, I don't know about you, but at least take me out to dinner, buy me some chocolates and kiss me on the cheek. I like to be wined and dined before I get fucked. <laughs> That's the old South Park Jack. So let me know how you guys feel. Send me a tweet. Let's talk about it on the Discord. I want to know for all y'all that are out there, how do you feel about the new changes to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Let me know. Let's see. What else do we have in the docket for today? So this is something also that I had uh, noticed while stumbling across YouTube and Reddit. And it's something that it makes a lot of sense seeing it when this article had came out. And this is a question I want to ask you guys. Do you think we're becoming programmed to accept the unacceptable you may be thinking fame what do you mean train being programmed to accept the unacceptable i'm not talking about someone liking someone of the other sex someone thinking that they are another sex I'm talking about the unacceptable, the abominations, the things that we were taught to at, at all point know that they are not human. I'm talking about fucking vampires. Okay. Are we being programmed to accept vampires and potential shape-shifting aliens or entities? This is a very serious question. Look at the way that the media has been programming us to accept vampirism and fall in love with him. Like the, the changing of the vampire. Now, when I was growing up, I was a huge fan of Blade. And I did like 30 Days a Night. I, I liked all the whole like zombies vampire like the violent gory stuff as a kid you know it was exciting even dracula old school dracula 
but it was always known that yo that they're undead demon spawn they have no soul they can live forever they drink blood they're very eloquent articulate because they've survived generations and seen empires rise and fall but we've always known that yes they can possess traits even if you're reading the uh, the dresden files um it talks about different factions and types of empires that you wouldn't know about unless you actually read into the ancient lore so it actually ties ancient lore into current lore and then puts it all on the table for you in a way that's kind of tangible and you can actually digest and chew so imagine the twilight era she falls in love with a vampire and then you have all these little girls falling in love with the vampires you have all these you know just trends of vampirism with true blood um what was that other one there's a third show about vampires but regardless before we even go off on a tangent of how many uh, vampire shows have been out just the idea of falling in love with a vampire seeing as that they're not that bad or it wouldn't be that bad to be a vampire you know all these things that are happening hold on let me go ahead and pull this up so basically in uh in 2015 in writers magazine an article was published it's titled vampires keep doctors in the dark for fear of stereotyping this is a study in rudders okay and apparently this is how it starts it's not easy being a vampire and even harder to come out of the coffin to a physician or therapist for fear they will misinterpret ah stupid pop-ups they will misinterpret the habit of ingesting the blood of willing donors or or succumb to stereotyping a study finds the research is led by dj williams director of social work at the idaho state university he indicates that people who identify themselves as real vampires that is needing others blood to gain energy would not disclose their practices to those in the helping professions and risk uh, reactions that, like ridicule, discussing possible diagnosis of mental illness. Okay. Williams, who has studied self-identified vampires for nearly a decade, finds that they come from every walk of life and profession, including doctors, attorneys, candlestick makers. They are successful and ordinary people, except they are very, very tired. That's apparently the chief reason they find uh, find a consenting adult who will allow them to use a scalpel to make tiny incisions in the chest area so they can ingest a small amount of blood for energy, the study found. So what the fuck is this? Like, what kind of sick fuck is this? Like, I used to hear Alex Jones talk about them being vampires back in the day. I've heard Sam refer them to vampires. I've heard other channels on YouTube refer to them as vampires. And it's really got me thinking like, yo, okay, chemtrails. I don't care what you say about contrails. I've seen chemtrails. I've seen a bright blue sky and then a fucking shitload of planes flying over them looking up later and just seeing streaks everywhere. Okay, that's not a contrail. 
All right, you you can you can try to believe what you want to f- just make yourself feel better or to you know make the world less gray than it really is. But they're spraying some shit up there, and imagine if they have the ability to start shielding out the sun, you know. And this is purely on some conspiracy fun shit. But just imagine that scenario. If we've been programmed to accept vampires and everything else under the sun as whatever the fuck people want to identify as. And they're slowly dimming the sun. Because the whole point about the sun and vampires, you know, the UV rays, kill them. They can't go out. What if by us tinting the sun or the light and by creating an artificial atmosphere and cloud seeding, we're now putting up a shield that would allow vampires to be basically day walkers and walk amongst us. The amount of people that have been going missing has still been going up. And if you haven't read the books Missing 411 or, you know, listen to any of the uh, the podcasts, I believe his name is David Sterling, forgot. Let's see, just, just don't fuck it up. David Politis, that's what it was. And he's coming out with a new movie about hunters. That's all I'm saying is that you should look into this. Canammissing.com is his uh, website that basically has all the information you need. But imagine if all those people going missing are getting caught up and they're being abducted by quote unquote vampires, vampire communities, vampire sex, human trafficking. What if it's not all for sex? What if it's to groom and harvest these people and children to be basically donors? Those are things that, you know, as crazy as they sound on a conspiracy level, if we really want to play the game and have some fun with it, you got to you gotta think about it. You know, I talk with a lot of passion because I can truly like try to connect the dots into some type of plausible, you know, reality. I'm not trying to force it, but, you know, if we look at a lot of things, you can say, hey, maybe. And that's all I'm about. Y'all should know that by now. I'm not about absolutes. I don't like talking in absolutes. I always like to talk with at least, you know, that 1% of skepticism, you know. People will tell you that the sky is blue. What the fuck is the sky? Like, tell me, what is the sky? Don't tell me about the atmosphere. Don't tell me about, you know, the different levels, you know, within our atmosphere. I'm talking about, and don't tell me how it's a reflection and yada yada. I'm just saying, what is the sky? And is the sky blue or is that just a reflection? And if so, then the sky is not blue. The sky has no color. The sky is the sky. We just interpret it as a blue. Because when the sun goes down, it's black. So the sky has no color. But again, we programmed our mind to say the sky is blue. But it's because we look up and we see a blue, we see blue color that we've registered as blue. But is the physical or what we call sky blue? Now, if you can't get your mind wrapped around that, you're just saying, oh, you just you, you tweaking right now. You're tripping on some stuff. You smoke too much or something like, no, no. Words are powerful and words have meaning and you have to remember that. So think about that the next time someone tells you some shit 
or someone uses a uh, uses a word that seems out of place and i'm not talking about the people you talk with on like a normal day to day because odds are these people are just living their regular life you know they sleep they really don't know about you know anything they they look at all conspiracies to be dumb even though there's some conspiracies that you know we haven't been able to hard factually prove but there's evidence there's so much evidence that it's like bro if you just look at all the evidence you're more gullible to say that it's not true just like this whole epstein thing like when you have politicians and shit going like yeah i, I don't believe you know conspiracies are one thing but sometimes this shit ain't a fucking conspiracy you know it's just it just is what it is so really, you know, really look at it. Vampires, giants. You got companies and corporations like CERN with their Super Hydron Collider. You know, they they were at a point saying that the the things uh, we're we're tailoring on the board where we think we're like science is basically becoming, you know, it's it's tying into the realms of religion and you know, ancient teachings and you know fairy tales. So if that's the case, why are we even like still trying to fuck with some of this? Like, you know, just like leave it alone, you know, like obviously we're fucking with shit that is way too complex. So it's just chill, you know, just chill a little bit. But we ain't chill. We trying to break that barrier. That's why we're trying to go to the moon. That's why they say the fucking they think the moon is a satellite doesn't make sense to be in the orbit that it is why we can only see one side for all we know there's a whole base on the back side of the moon a whole city of shit that we just haven't seen they're probably getting ready to take all these motherfuckers off the fucking earth all these elite motherfuckers on some elysium shit they're gonna be living on the moon creating artificial i bet they're probably terraforming the backside. i wouldn't be surprised if the whole backside of the moon because the backside of the moon does get sun is just that since we only see one side it's always dark at that time but not nah, like the backside of the moon does get sun just imagine that it's just like you you turn it around and it's like a bunch of green shit because they've been terraforming it and the actual atmosphere on the moon we can breathe but you wouldn't know because there's no plants on that side there's no green or if there's just like some big ass dome with a bunch of green shit in it. You know, that's just, that's just the type of shit that I be thinking about sometimes. Like, and I'm talking about when I'm just like not on my phone, just chilling, looking up at the sky or like there's so much shit that's possible in the world. But, you know, our minds can't even comprehend it. Like every time I watch a movie and I see some crazy sci fi shit with the secret back room. Like all the white rooms with the key card entrances and like like that shit exists. But, you know, we're not going to see it. And the thing is, like, you don't even want to see it. Like, you don't want to be in that area. Like, really, it's, it's I'm I'm not a real, like, I haven't been a real, like, preachy person when it comes to, like, spirituality and shit. But I'm really starting to fuck with the frequencies and vibrations. Like, that's something that I'm really starting to fuck with. Like, really trying to meditate and get my shit in order and just, like, really try to connect with my higher self. You know, and I know that sounds corny to a lot of people, but I don't know. It's one of those things where, you know, I've been living my life not doing it for so long. Who's to say I can't just do it for a little bit and see what happens. If it if it's better, if it betters me, cool. If it doesn't, well, shit. I didn't lose anything, right? 
But you know what? I think that's where I'm actually going to end this episode of the podcast at. Um, I don't think I have anything. Let me check my docket list. I don't think I got anything left. Um... Yeah, that was basically it. I mean, dude, it's ah, shit. It's been a, just a kind of slow week for me. Chilling. You know, got the Raiders and Hard Knocks. So for all my football fans out there, we we back in this shit. Oh yeah, also fuck. That's what we can talk about real quick. So Jay Z is now doing business with the NFL. With that being said. Can I now watch my motherfucking football in peace? That's all I want. All I want to do is tune in for motherfucking the first game of the season for my Oakland Raiders, soon to be the Nevada late <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders. I want to see them beat the shit out of the Denver Broncos. That's all I want. That's all I want. And then I want to choke the shit out of my friend Dom as the Raiders are running the ball down their throats. I want to be choking the shit out of his throat saying, look at it. Look at your motherfuckers lose. <laughs> but nah, it's all going to be good fun. It's going to be good fun. But yeah, man, that's just something where um, people have been saying on this fucking social media tip. Oh, this nigga needs to try to get Colin, uh, Colin Kaepernick his job back. Woo de woo. And it's like, it doesn't work like that. And then also I'm hearing other side stories saying how he's taken away from the issue of Colin Kaepernick by by doing it and not getting the job back. It's like, oh, well, now we're forgetting the issue. Like, we get it. I, I do. Like, I know why he was sitting, why I was taking a knee. He was doing it in regards to police brutality and how we need to change things. And he's, the, the light has still been shined on police brutality and it still exists. However... You got to take a step, you know, you, everyone, I feel like we live in an age where everyone wants instantaneous results and doesn't want to work for anything as far as, or, or they, they, they're too, they do everything of pride. You know, when our grandparents were marching in the civil rights, or at least my grandparents were, you know, MLK, they knew that that shit was going to take time. And that's where we are today, where they can see the fruits of their labor. Like they set the groundwork for civil rights. And now look at us, you know, look at the rights and freedoms that we have today and are able to enjoy in 2019, you know, all these young minorities able to get this money and other different avenues like, but everyone today just wants to be able to reap the benefits of the work they're doing in their young age. Like they just want to basically start some shit or be a SJW and like try to stand up for a cause and get that recognition and not like, it doesn't work like that, you know, because there's going to be like, I even tell people now, like, you think racism is just going to die? Like, it's going to be another 150 years, probably, maybe 200, because you know what's going to happen? That racist motherfucker that may pretend to not be racist is going to have kids, and he's still going to he's still going to instill that racism in his kids, and they're not going to understand until they get old enough to realize what had happened, but they're still going to have that, that little back part in their mind that's going to be portraying racist or, you know, stereotype traits of someone who's a bigot. Like, you know, you may say those people are them people like in the worst ways or just make off cuff, you know, like just really bad jokes. But he thinks he's funny, but he doesn't understand it. He's just like and it, it just happens like. And that's why I think right now people need to accept where we are like 
I have people say some shit to me sometimes. It's like, bro, like if I didn't know that you were trying to just make conversation and like you you don't you obviously don't know black people, so you're just trying to like just you know start conversation. Cool. I'm not gonna get on your head for that. You know, you start asking me about my J's or some shit and then, oh, you know, so why do all black people like Jordans? Like, what, nigga, if you don't stop, like, everybody likes Jordans to a degree, like, but that's a whole other side story. So, I don't know. I think right now it's just to, to, to get a seat at the table with the NFL and start changing the structure of that league because at the end of the day, that league does fuck players the most. You know, baseball players got a better shot. Basketball players have a great shot. You know, soccer players got. If you're an international soccer player, goddamn, you you the shit. Hockey players got it good. Like, it just seems like NFL players have it the worst off, and it's just fucked up that it's like that. Seeing how that's basically America's game, you dedicate a whole fucking day to them, and the least they can do is take care of their players after they retire or if they get any type of serious injury. Um, and I know that they do have other stuff like that out there, but again, it just needs to be better especially for a company that's making that much dough, you know, and their bottom end is, you know, doing well. And that's just my end. Like, don't, don't give Jay-Z too much fucking credit. Like he's literally just one guy and he's, he's there for social media networking and basically, you know, Super Bowl shit and trying to be in touch with the culture and what people want, especially since they fucked up last year and didn't give us that sweet victory that we really deserve. You know, damn well, don't want to hear no fucking Travis Scott on that. Some dumbass shit. Um, so, yeah, man, let me, let me try to get us a fucking joint to ride out with. Um, you know what? Just to to wrap it up on some some dope ass fucking kind of gangsta shit with a West Coast vibe, of course. Um, I think I'm going to bang out some Triz. Yeah, let me go with some trues. So, this has been another episode of the Block is Hot podcast, and I am your boy, Famous Amos, a.k.a. Mr. Unidentified, a.k.a. your mother's last mistake, a.k.a. Billy Bordeaux, a.k.a. he went that way, a.k.a. Pinky, and a.k.a. Soul Brother number three. It has been a pleasure all of y'all are my internet friends. Go ahead and shake hands by hitting the like button, sharing it on social media, joining more people in our conversation. And soon we are going to be starting that block chat where through Discord or through a message you guys can leave. You know, we can really get more intimate on this podcast and thing. You know, become one, become a unified force and let everybody know that when the block is hot, you know where to find the good shit. Alright, we out of here. Tune in next week for another episode dropping on time on Wednesday. This is Triz. Can't sit with us because you other podcast niggas can't sit with us. <laughs> Not really. All y'all other podcast niggas can sit with us. We're really, we're really friendly over here. I just wanted to bang out some cool shit. Alright. Peace. Ace Beats, nigga. Money and shit, nigga. We in 
I'm a product of the endless. The homies talk about it, but nigga, I went and did it. I was in the lab spitting while niggas was in their feelings. Getting head by this chick I was feeling. That's how I kick okay. Roll bomb weed and hassle beautiful women. We take them out on dates just to fuck them. That's how we live. Grind for a dollar, my nigga, we gotta get it. Anybody in the way of my money is who I'm killing. Murder on waxing, anybody a victim. Lyrical assassin, verbally, I'm a villain. Ride till I die, my nigga, I'm never finished. Really with it. Anybody who want it can come and get it. Been dope, roger that, nigga tenfold Smoke out the window, blow with my kinfolk Niggas changing up on me, I'm on my shit though I should probably trip on them niggas, I'm always lit though I'm in my zone, I don't give a fuck Niggas got their feelings up, mad cause they feeling us And niggas can't sit with us, niggas can't get with us Niggas ain't been with us I'm in my zone, I don't give a fuck Niggas got their feelings up, mad cause they feeling us Niggas can't sit with us, niggas can't get with us, niggas ain't been with us. Hey, but fuck it, I ain't tripping. I'm out of town getting this money and paying tickets. Troubled as a teen, was always getting suspended. I would kick it in detention, reciting and spitting writs. I was chasing dreams while niggas was chasing bitches. The homies hated on me, supported me from a distance. Never bought an album or even a fucking ticket to a show, but they could go to a party looking for bitches. Me and my nigga Ace killing shit, and it's vivid. Charted top 30, but nigga, we fucking did it. Make our own money, deciding on where to spend it. Major labels eat a dick, we don't need them, we independent. Grind till I die or till they give me a sentence. Fuck it, they don't feel it, I feel it, and I ain't tripping. Niggas wearing dresses and twerking, but I don't get it. Whoever knew this world would be taken over by some bitches. I'm in my zone, I don't give a fuck. Niggas got their feelings up, mad cause they feeling us. And niggas can't sit with us, niggas can't get with us, niggas ain't been with us. I'm in my zone, I don't give a fuck. Niggas got their feelings up, mad cause they feeling us. And niggas can't sit with us, niggas can't get with us, niggas ain't been with us. Telling me to do shit. Yo, West.